Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. Okay. Yeah. There's a thing in Wisconsin that they've done in a newspaper and it's a ranch rankings. By restaurant or by like by popular opinion, like polls. Okay. I'm gonna like we're not talking hidden valley. Oh no, we are. Well okay, let me get there's the top fourteen. Okay. Top fourteen ranch companies, bottles, brands. Okay, but is there oh companies. Okay. So like bottles. Excuse me. So, like your the ranch rankings according to a Wisconsin newspaper. Why is Wisconsin? Okay, I, <laughs> listen. I don't know what they do in Wisconsin, but I'm trying to get down. I like it. it. But if they're gonna be ranking their ranch, I'm like, I'm here for that. You know what? Let me click on this and see what they got. I I I like this list. Um, what do you think the number one is? I mean, it has to be Hidden Valley. I I love Hidden Valley the most, but I love Hidden Valley too. It is the number one. What do you think the number two is? Ken's. Mm. Kins is on here, but he's down at like Kins is number four. This, um, the number two really kind of shocked me. Oh, Charlie's? Oh, 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 Charlie's. No, they did not make the list. Um, Outback? I don't know. No, but they, that, that is a bomb That ass does ranch. need to be. There's a couple that didn't make the list that I'm like, mm, you're missing out. You are missing out. Uh, it's a uh, craft. Which I think is a really, it's not my ranch. Like, I don't connect with craft ranch. Have you ever poured craft ranch into a ramekin? And it has water. It's like glue. It, the water separates on yeah. top. It's disgusting. Yeah, I no, agree. I'm not, I'm not I down with that. Yeah. The craft classic ranch dressing is number two. Get out of here with that. It beat out the Paul Newman ranch, which I which do I think is really delicious. Yeah. That came in at number nine. I don't like Paul Newman salsa. Come at me, but I don't like it. It's disgusting. I neither. I've tried it. People be like, it's so good. I'm like, what salsa are y'all eating? Is it the peach one? Because that just needs to get the fuck out. Like, I don't know no, who's putting peach in their salsa. It was like the garden something. I was like, mm-hmm. and I was like, and everyone was telling me to try it. And I, and I got it last summer. And I was like, this is disgusting. Y'all don't know anything. I'm I can't trust anyone. Right. I would question every person who told you to do that. I agree. I They'd did. Question their opinion. That's why I don't like anyone. Yeah. Um, wishbone. I think that's oh, a pretty solid oh, choice. Oh, oh, yeah. You know that what? came in number six. Do you remember? I ate wishbone all the time when I was growing yes. up. Yes. Because it was like they had all the, like, the, the locale stuff. I thought the wishbone on a chicken wing was oh, where it was at. Because yeah. it's thick, but it's not too thick. It's not too thin. It's not drippy. It had that good consistency. The flavor was a little bit different, but like I enjoyed that paired with a chicken wing. I'm going back and get wishbone. You mm-hmm. know what? Today, when I go to Target, yeah. I'm buying wishbone. Um, uh, why am I shaking? Oh, I have my fist this morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> one I have not tried that came in number five is Trader Joe's Organic Ranch. I, do, I know. Let's I'm like, it. this is, yeah. So if you're interested, we'll post this on the on the stories and you can weigh in on your picks. But I thought, well, this is hot damn. Great. Yeah. Great you know, one. my favorite ranch, favorite ranch, Red Robin. Oh. With their, you got to dip it with the fries. With the fries, with it's the seasoning. It's so good. Because I do love the Outback Ranch, but that is specific for a salad. Only. Oh you can't dip other things in it because it, that's a thick one. But it that eats like a meal. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do that as a side. That's fine. Totally agree. But with I you. think the uh, the they need to sell that in the store. Red Robin Ranch is 
And I will, yeah, I will tell you, there is nothing better than a red ramen, a red ramen onion ring mm. and their fries in the frozen food section. Yes. It's the closest they, restaurant to frozen that you can buy. I 100% agree with you on that. I have never like seen something like so restaurant close. Yeah. Like bypass the White Castle. Mm-hmm. Don't even stop at those Arby's fries. They're not the same. But nope. they're red ramen. They nailed it. On yeah. The red ramen. I do think the onion ring, the frozen onion rings are better than the fries because I like a soggy fry. But if mm. you like a crispy fry, a, s- a crispy steak fry, you're going to love the Red Robin frozen you aisle. What I did though fry. for the soggy, the soggy factor. Mm-hmm. I kind of stacked them. Uh, I stacked some of them. That's not genius. all of them. Yes. I kind of okay. just kind of clumped some because I like a soggy. Yeah, I do too. And so I was like, well, I don't like them all spread out because then all of them get crispy. I want mm-hmm. some for me. And so I stacked them. So they that's, do. They have yeah. Them. Yeah. You know, that's, I think this is very important. You got to find your fry soulmate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like a soggy. Dan likes a, a crunchier fry. We make a great team mm-hmm. because he's not coming after my soggy fries. I'm not going after his crispy fries. We both get what we want out of the same order. Now, if it's truffle fries, I will. I don't care. I'm I will going after it. take an elbow to face yeah. to get the last one. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if it's crispy. I don't care if it's soggy. I don't care if it's on the ground. I'm going after it. I'm like, well, it's truffle parmesan. It's the flavors. Oh, the flavors. Okay, I know what I'm having for lunch today. No, like, it does not sound it's good. Happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. But you know what else is happening today, Britt? Lots in the news. Yeah, we got some social catch up with you guys today. This is uh, it's this is a good one today. I know. We love that you guys are loving this. I know. Thank you for pressing play on social catch up because <laughs> we have a blast. We really, it's a, I love it. <laughs> we terrible. It's so much fun to talk about things that don't really matter. Well, they uh, matter. They matter. Is, I'm joking. You know, I'm not sure what needle it's going to point you forward in your <laughs> lifetime, but it's nice to talk about it with your friends. You need to hear about Chrissy Teigen leaving Twitter. I'm not going to lie. I was very upset about this. <laughs> it hit mm-hmm. me harder than I thought it was going to. I'm like, why do I even care about this? But I think what's kind of important to know is that she's kind of been deemed like the unofficial mayor of Twitter because she is the clapback queen. She mm-hmm. will come after people who come after her. She has taken down celebrities. She's taken down presidents. I mean, she's just like, she has no filter on Twitter. And I think that's what I live for, for her. Right. I'm like, fuck yeah, girl, don't let, nobody puts baby in a corner. Like she just, she comes out swinging. Um, and, you know, Twitter did a lot for her career. I mean, she was, a you know, a model before she got catapulted into fame. But, like, Twitter really helped elevate her career. I mean, it really helped her. Um, I don't, she's not a chef. She's not, like, a trained chef. But mm-hmm. she is an author. She's written a couple books. She's written a couple cookbooks. She has an amazing, you know, she's a foodie who is, I think, Cravings by Chrissy is, um, I think they're opening up a restaurant. Like, I think oh, she's cool. getting a brick and mortar. Yeah which is really cool, but that all stemmed from social media. So, Mm -hmm. you know, for her to be leaving a platform that actually launched her second coming of her career, that's a pretty big deal. I think she's coming back. It's just a pause. Yeah. But like, good for you taking a pause. Read the room. If it's not Mm -hmm. serving you, move on. But I kind of think it's great. I do too. Because you're really reading if it's good for you in that moment and your children and your marriage and and honestly, like your future endeavors, and if you can't fully put a hundred and ten percent into those because you're worried about some trolls, okay. Yeah. And like what we've said before, you know, you can't ignore these trolls. Yeah, you can delete and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But when you're getting inundated on the regular, we don't even know what this is like. Like, yeah, it's probably to a level that when she opens up her phone, it's like you can't ignore it. Like you right. can't just 
mm, like just turn the cheek. It's like there are no cheeks like right. big enough for this. Exactly. I agree. And I think, I mean, listen, I've gotten like two <laughs> comments in my life that I'm like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> why are people so mean and that's two she gets like two million a day like that's a lot to ask of anybody to be able to just be like oh let it roll off your back I mean you can only take harassment for so long before it does start to you know chip away at you or wear you down and then you're just like you know what this is optional I choose to be on this app or I choose to be looking at this stuff let me choose to turn away from it. I don't think that she went into this decision lightly either. I no. bet it's a conversation that was going back and forth with her and John. Like I've mentioned, imagine like the bathroom conversation. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's like, you know, do what's best for you, honey. Like, I don't know what to do. I feel like, you know, I had these followers. And, you know, because I think when you have a large following, you feel dedication to them to show up every day mm-hmm. and maybe live in these moments with them because, you know, you become connected. Yeah. So she was probably like, well, what are these people going to do? Because you... You, you get attached in a way. Yeah, you do. Um, and ego or not, it's just a, a way to really feel connected with the people. Yes. You feel like you can touch yeah. them almost. Well, it is. And I think that that's why I think a lot of people like social media and you do follow people that you, you know, admire, whether it's a sports figure or, you know, a celebrity, because you do get like a little snapshot in their life. I mean, they're willing to put it out there. They're willing to give you like, this is what's going on in my day. Some people give you an all excess pass. Some people just give you, you know, a highlight reel. Some people just keep it real but yeah. I do think um, you know that, that that's why people keep getting intrigued by following celebrities because it is getting like a little bit of a glimpse into you know this otherwise like I wouldn't know what she had for breakfast but I find it interesting I remember one of the first tweets I ever saw of hers is when she got this large wheel of parmesan i mean it and this thing is like, it was like thing. it was like a coffee table yeah. i'm not joking i was like no it's not an end table no that's your cheese and she was so excited about it like her husband yeah. had brought it for her and like she started like shaving this bitch down it was so inth- it was so satisfying to watch this thing oh. get sh- like do you know how expensive grated? those are oh i couldn't imagine there's that. like thousands of dollars I, well i mean it's a huge block of cheese it's it would knock over yeah a small child or me yep. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but I was here so lies like, britney swan <laughs> death by parmesan wheel <laughs> death by a rind <laughs> i just could but i thought that was so interesting but then if you do think about it she does let massive amounts of people into her world mm-hmm. since she is the clapback queen i think it's like a challenge every day for these trolls like who's gonna take her down yeah no, and she did make it very clear when she left like these trolls did not win yeah it's basically like you didn't win like i've been here for 10 years like yeah i've got Coming I, back like, i'm you. good yep. like i'm good <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah. she also said like i i need to do what i need to do for me and I think we should celebrate it, but we're going to, you know, maybe she listened to the self-acceptance podcast this week. Of course you know, she Maybe did. that's what she did. And she's like, these girls are on to something. I got to get out of here. It's not good for me. I'm going to go hang yeah. out with Kris Jenner and make some cleaning products. I heard yeah. that they're really bad mess. Yeah. I mean, some articles. Yep. I know. They're supposed I'm, to be all like, you know, healthy, but smell really nice. I, I love it. I, I'm always interested in a new, like a, a new cleaning agent. Like I get, I get kind of excited about that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, when you say all natural, what does that mean? <laughs> and what kind of packaging is it? What like when you if it's all natural, but is it bad for the environment? Like I'm, you know, I I like to look into this kind of stuff. I find it very interesting. So I mean, I haven't dove into their venture, but I'm, I mean, I'm intrigued. Not gonna lie, yeah, I'm intrigued. I bet it sells out immediately. Chris Jenner doesn't know how to fail. Like, <laughs> what has she ever done that's like hasn't worked out? I want to be in one of those meetings. Like. Right. Like, I just, you just never know with her. 
I know. She keeps you guessing. She on really your does. I mean, let's be honest. I doubt that either of them really clean their house. Well, that was part of the but the big like clap back on the mm-hmm. release of the home cleaning products. Like, yeah. they're like, you don't even clean your own house. Like, okay. Yeah, maybe I don't. But still, I can put great products out there. Right. It's just like, because you don't do something, like, you don't have skin I mean, in the I, game. I kind of do. Like, I get, I think I... I could understand both sides of that coin. But here's also the thing. You're not waiting for your house cleaner to come if you've spilled something on your counter and you got to clean it up. You know what I mean? Like you are using cleaning products. It's not like you're on your hands and knees doing your baseboards. Maybe they are. Maybe that's like their therapy. I don't know. But well, you know, during quarantine, you never know. They might have been cleaning their own houses. They could, you might not have the access to your housekeeper or whatever. I don't Mm -hmm. know their life. Right. But I have a feeling that it was very limited who you could have in. So maybe they were clean. I mean, I, I feel like out of what I've seen on the Kardashian, again, I don't watch the show. I'm very intrigued by the family. They all seem like very clean people to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if there's a spill, they're going to clean it up. So like, yeah. And I think it's not going to be like, I don't know. Something we would use. You know, you know <laughs> Courtney's not putting Lysol on shit. <laughs> that girl is sterile. She's like, nope. That's too many chemicals. Too, too, many, chemicals. too many chemicals. Christy, we appreciate you. Come back yeah. soon. But you know, enjoy your break. Enjoy it. Enjoy this time. Take this time for you and John. Tell me, said I. I mean, she still has like I think seventy. She's still on Instagram, right? Yeah, seventy three like million followers social. on Instagram. Like she's good. Yeah. I mean, she's not. I mean, believe me, I bet that goes up too. I'm sure it will. Yes. Moving on. Moving right along. What's going on next, Britt? Uh, Lil Nas Ooh. X. Lil Nas X, man. Okay. Okay. What you got? I I feel if you guys have not watched the video, just I mean, honestly, just open up Google. Yeah. <laughs> just. Google Lil Nas X and you know just put an L (laughs) (laughs) and it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy how this is just blown up Mm -hmm. I I mean I feel like out of proportion but listen I'm I don't know about your I mean this is going in released on Good Friday so you know (laughs) 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 but it is a way to just kind of like maybe Mm -hmm. zoom out a little bit and let's see where you're being triggered so Lil Nas who put out the song Old Town Road Mm -hmm. when 2019 2018? 18 or 19. 18 yeah. or 19. I think it's 18. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, smash hit. Mm-hmm. It was really taken off by a younger a younger age generation. Group. Yeah. yeah. I remember so them I playing like this like at our school. swim team meets. Like that was like a hype song. Like all the kids were, were totally into this song. And I mean, I, I was like, oh, look at Billy Ray Cyrus doing a little cameo catch up with you. This is great. I mean, it was a catchy song. Yeah. It wasn't like... I didn't like love it, love it, love mm-hmm. it because yeah, you know, just it got kind of. I felt like it was really repetitive. Yeah, you know, I was like, are there any I mean, other lyrics? It, yeah, <laughs> it was a good beat. Yeah, by the end of it, mm-hmm. you were singing along. So, yeah. but uh, I think he did come out in 2019, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. and um, and ever since then, I think that he's just been a little bit more unapologetic. Yeah, and so the latest video release. Mm-hmm. So. It is Call Me By My Name. Montero. Montero. Mm-hmm. I love a parenthesis. I agree with Van Lathan mm-hmm. on this. He went into this on his podcast on uh, Higher Learning. He's like, I love a parenthesis. I'm like, I do too. Yes. Like, tell me what's going on in the song. Right. Like, tell me what to expect. I'm like, I can listen for it. Like, shoop. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. Tell me. Tell me what to listen for. I mm-hmm. love a parenthesis in the song. Um, so it starts out with him. I felt like it was very greek you know, like a very, I mean, it was, I guess it was supposed to take on more of a heaven like feel and yeah, even, but I felt like it was more of like Caesar era. Yeah. And then it's like, he's on trial almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's almost like he's banished and I will go, won't go through all the yeah. levels, but he slides down this stripper pole. Perfect. 
I mean, pure perfection. I mean, that's the part I watched over and over again. I did. <laughs> Same. I was like, do that again, Lil Nas. Look at you on that pole. In these, these thigh boots. high boots with the heel. I mean, I mean, serving it up. And can I just say, give a shout out to all the strippers? That is some hard. That is hard work. work. That and is hard work. That pole is not easy. No, the bruises, mm. the burns that you get. So, mad respect. And yes. I read also that during the video shooting this video, he was bleeding all over his legs from having to do this over and over and over and master this routine. Wow. Like, I mean, he had to put it in, put, <laughs> put, put it in, in the work, work. <laughs> make up, put in the work, <laughs> put in the work. Nobody gets to escape the work. <laughs> so I think the climax of the video, no pun intended, is that he slides all the way down the pole and proceeds to be greeted by Satan mm-hmm. and give Satan a lap dance. Yep. And With, then what does he do to Satan? He offs his head. Snaps his neck, <laughs> yeah, takes his, his horns neck. and puts them on his that's head. What it was. Was yeah, like, snaps his, like, okay, no, I see what but you did here. La- <laughs> I was really <laughs> intrigued by the lap dance. Number one, great job, great job. I was like that. That twerking's yeah, premiere. Um, but the <laughs> the look on Satan's face is less than impressed, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying this. Right. Anybody's doing this in front of you, you're you're mildly impressed. Right. I I can I I know you feel the heat. <laughs> like yeah, I don't care who <laughs> your you internal are. body temperature. If someone's grinding on you like this, <laughs> you are. There is an eyebrow raise. Right. You're like, oh. you're there. Are I felt like hard. I should. I don't leave the room when I was like, do you need a minute? I feel like I'm I'm watching. I shouldn't watch. <laughs> I <know. laughs> Me too. Yeah. So then he and I think that that is where it takes next level is that you know he puts on the horns, ha- grows these wings, and mm-hmm. you know, so. There's a lot of controversy. A lot of controversy. A lot of people felt very uncomfortable watching this video because I think it challenged one. There's so many different layers. I'm like, which road do we want to pick with this? I mean, we could pick all of them. But since it's Good Friday, pick the one that's most controversial. The the biggest clap back is coming from the Christian community because they feel like it's, you know, um, there it's defaming God because there is like a heaven scene, but in the heaven scene, it's like the, the people in heaven are chastising little Nas for having, um, because in the video, in the beginning of the video, he gets seduced by, um, a serpent and oh, that's right. the, that's right. the serpent is male. Um, so the, you know, in the, in the heaven figures, they're all like clutching their pearls. And like, you can see this like holier than thou type mentality. And, you know, he's being put on trial, but he's, you know, very angelic when he's on trial, but there's no support you can tell in, you know, in the, in the heaven realm. So like that aspect people are coming, you know, hard for, and then you slide down the stripper pole straight to hell. And it's like he, there he's free to be himself. And yet people hate that too it's like the whole premise behind this was that Lil Nas wrote a letter to his 14 year old self which is when he came out um, Mm -hmm. to be gay and this whole song this Montero call me by my name is like this coming of age for him of like listen it's gonna be hard but we're gonna do this and we're gonna do it our way like Mm -hmm. people are gonna hate you people are gonna be mad at you but this is the mad and the hate that they instilled in you telling you this is what you're gonna get if you're gay you're gonna be mad you're gonna be hated you're gonna go to hell he's like listen i'm in hell right now (laughs) so what you got what you got um so i thought i mean it's really interesting i you know i think it's the bigger conversation is 
to look at what Christianity has done for sexuality and how religion in a whole kind of dictates how you are perceived in sexuality. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's like the conversation that people are unhappy about. Well, one of, um, but I think that is a very realistic aspect of like, listen, you're mad about this, but do you understand that sexuality isn't something that you should be mad at Mm -hmm. no matter what side of the coin you're on? Like if it doesn't pertain to you, walk away. Like, I just don't understand why the Bible has to be in the bedroom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and what I'm saying by that is what is the, I just, I'd never quite understood like why I'm not saying like if you read your scriptures in bed, like that's not what I'm saying. It's basically saying keeping what you feel that God wants out of somebody into their bedroom. I've never quite understood that parallel. And, yeah. um, but I think this is a great challenge to that. It's ch- and also just really opens up like what he's been through. Yes. And how a gay man that was raised in the South, what he was taught. Yeah. And how, so, and if we've learned anything mm-hmm. from recent celebrity highlights is that when you control somebody, when they feel that they can't be their own self, they can't be their truth, they can't really live their best life the way that they want it. Bad things can happen. Right. And it can be lead down a, a crazy, uh, destructive road like drug abuse, yes. like self-harming. Um, I, you know, you just don't want to do that. Yeah, I agree. And like it's the the mental health component of it that becomes it's like it, it's like these religions are gaslighting people when mm-hmm. it's like, you know, oh, but I, I feel crazy. And it's like, yeah, you should be crazy because being gay is not right. It's wrong. And it's like. Well, oh, oh, but I didn't like, you don't, it's not just like a switch, you know, like it's right. not, you just like turn it on. And you're like, I'm gay now. Like this is something that people feel from the beginning of their life. And they, they, they look to, you know, adults and they look to uh, people that they look up to for guidance. Mm-hmm. And like when your guidance is telling you this is wrong, but internally you're like, but I don't feel like it's wrong. I must be the crazy one. That's, you're not crazy for thinking that you are, you are trying to live your truth in a box that doesn't allow you to live your truth. Right. And like, I think that's what, you know, the lyrics were really depicting how trapped he felt by the constraints of being in a religion that told him being gay was wrong. And I think too, as he, <clears throat> I'm all kind of like yeah, right here. I know. Today. It's like, right. Thank you, Lovell. I do think that this video was also like his big transformation period into his, his, I guess his career. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be that parenting figure for your children right. and that's not his right actually that this yeah. is this is where i was like if you're coming at him because your kids listen to old town road and now they can't listen to little nas x then you need to kind of maybe look take a look at your yeah <laughs> what, are the, what are they listening to if this is yeah. where you're really right it's not up to any role model of, that your kid has to parent your child like stop. it is your job as a parent to parent your kid if you have a problem with the lyrics ask yourself why do i have a problem with these lyrics and if you choose not to let your kids listen to it that's then make the, that that's your choice that's sure. totally cool go for it but don't put it on a celebrity or an artist to depict that for you that's yeah. not their job it's that's, not miley cyrus's job it's not demi lovato's job it's not britney spears's job and right. back in our day it wasn't madonna's job which we've talked about like it's just it's no one's job to be someone's parent in the public eye. Exactly. Like just because they're in the public eye, it doesn't mean they're supposed to be right. here to 
guide them on all the things. Right. Because I mean, you're just setting someone up for failure. Well, you're setting your kids up for failure for that, mm-hmm. first of all. And then you're setting up these artists for failure too. And it's not on them to do. I did think it was really interesting. The, um, the Greek thing that you mentioned in the beginning, those Greek letters, um, it was from Plato. Um, oh. it's, I'm going to just read a quote here. Perhaps the most intriguing part of the video is a moment where we see Greek letters emblazoned on a tree in the Garden of Eden. Thanks to a historian, Joseph Howley, we know that those letters are from Plato's Symposium 191, a Aristophanes tale, a tale of divided bodies as origins of desire and the desire for different kinds of bodies. Mm. The video's clever use of Plato as a hidden message speaks to the long history of sexuality, acceptance, and desire, as well as the generation of desire. Oh, I don't know what that is. Generation mm-hmm. of desire. I thought I was like, you know, look at you, Nas, bring a Plato up in here, getting oh, our educating us. It. Thank I you. Like it. I appreciate it. I love a secret meaning. I do too. I'm like, let me look for it. Let me all day, all day, all day. Let's talk about the shoes real quick. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. Okay, I'll give you. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what the company is that made these shoes, but they took Nikes and they repurposed them. Repurposed them, and then um, apparently there's like blood in the sole of the shoe, Correct. and there's like a pentagraph maybe um, inverted, inverted, mm-hmm. and then they were sold for six 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 on them, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be blood in the sole, yeah, and stuff like that. But they also made a Jesus shoe three years ago. <laughs> Oh, did they? Yeah. Did you see the clap back that came? They were like, <laughs> the, because the shoes the shoes are sold for a, a specific amount. It's like one thousand eight dollars or eighteen dollars, but it's, it's be, there's a scripture that goes along with it, and the scripture set is like, I saw Satan fall from the sky like lightning. Like that's what the scripture oh. reads, and that's why the amount of money is you know um, what it is because it's it, again it's a symbol, it's a meaning, it's a whole thing. Um, and then I did see like. Uh, because he got a lot of flack for these shoes too, um, you know, right? Well, rightfully so. Nike is pissed off because yeah. they're like, "Dude, we didn't make these shoes. You can't sell a shoe that we did like with our name on it that we didn't make." So, like that, I don't agree with. I don't agree with putting blood in a shoe. Like that's a biohazard for me, and I'm like, "That's no, I don't want anybody's blood on my feet." Yeah, I have okay. a hard time thinking that really happened, but yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah. if but if you're marketing, then you're making people believe that, and I don't agree with that. Like, yeah, it's just weird and I totally agree like you shouldn't market these as Nikes if they're not Nikes like that that's I mean they are Nike shoes they're just repurposed but they didn't come from a Nike factory like right. Nike didn't sign off in the shoe Nike did not make this shoe it's just somebody said hey can you make these Nikes into something right and they did and there but was like a limited number there was oh yeah like 666 yeah <laughs> they oh sold out within like a, like a minute like it was ridiculous yeah. Miley Cyrus got a pair did she I was like of course you did girl of course she did yeah um, but he the little Nas came back he's like there's a Nike pair of shoes that has the Chick-fil-A logo on it that says um, 3.16. <laughs> so he's like, listen, I got one for you too. It's cool. It's cool. We cool. <laughs> like, I'm like, so okay. yeah. So three years ago, the same company that repurposes Nike shoes, they made a Jesus shoe. I and they put like, okay. they put, there was supposed to be like water from Jordan in it okay. or something like that. I don't, I don't know. But Nike didn't sue them then. And they sold out then. Is that a fact? Uh-huh. Look at that. So... Mm. just wondering why why is one accepted and the other not and that's the big question did Mm -hmm. it not get enough publicity is that is it that this can harm nike's 
you know, image. I don't know. I mean, there's, I think there's a lot more to the story. Is Little Nas X getting sued too? Cause he promoted the shoes. I don't know. Is it just yeah. the company that is making the shoes? It's just a whole big thing. Yeah. But I mean, he did put on his Instagram or his Twitter that he is being sued, mm-hmm. you know? So I, okay. So I'll follow that. I mean, I'm, I'm curious how this plays out. I mean, but he didn't make the shoes. The, yeah. I mean, I think that he was like, I'll get behind it. Right. I'll take a picture, but I don't know if he really made it. Yeah. I mean, just perfect timing, probably. Maybe he's in a board meeting. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he but, does have the shoe. Like, he is doing a campaign for the shoe. So, but I will say the fact that there was a Jesus shoe made and it had like a little cross. It's just take it, take everything you see with the black shoe. Has like a little thing. It had, it's white and blue. Okay. Has the same kind of Air Max look. Really? Mm-hmm. And they didn't get suited for that. That no. was okay. No. Huh. Just saying. Just saying. And now I don't know how many were sold. I don't know what dollar amount they were sold at. So, that you know, I'm just saying that that, that was put out there in the world. Nike, hmm. we're looking at you. Mm-hmm. Got some questions. You know what I have the biggest question of? I mean, biggest question of all. This, I'm just going to let you take this one. I'm on. just going to take the lead on this one. So last week. Because <laughs> I like the bald man. Yeah. <laughs> last week there was a, who is the sexiest bald man in the world? And uh, um, On the planet. On the planet. And this was, you know. Many, many people weighed in on this, and the winner of the sexiest bald man in the world is Prince William. It's wrong. Okay. It's wrong. It's wrong on so many levels. I can't even... Let's just start with the fact that he's not bald. Okay? He still has hair. Balding? He's I guess balding. There needs to be parentheses. But if you're going to have a sexiest bald man contest and you're going to promote him as a winner you better shave his hair off his head Mm -hmm. because i mean a lot of these bald men are balding and then they become bald by choice a good bbc i love a bbc my husband's a bbc a bald by choice dan kessler wasn't on this list we need justice for dan kessler for stanley tucci for the rock the rock vin diesel i mean come on you're gonna tell me you're gonna tell me prince William, mm. with his shaggy hair in the back, is a better looking, sexier man than The Rock. Then, I mean, have you looked at The Rock? Did you see Jumanji? I did. He is sexy. He is sexy. I, I mean, I hit it. When, when he flexes and he braids his daughter's hair on Instagram, you know what happens? I have to look away. Because I get I the it. feeling inside that I shouldn't feel for other men, but I do. I'm like, oh, you look at you braid that hair. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I feel I got the vapors. <laughs> well, how it was yep. generated, this, yes. how it was generated was through Google. And it was basically taking words from when it was put with Prince Harry, Prince Harry, Prince William, uh, attractiveness, bold, and put sexy. the words sexy yeah. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and who came up the the most. Right, the most. I'm like, well, I mean, I think worldwide, but like, he beat out Pitbull. Hold I on. I know. It I'm says like, Mr. Worldwide. Oh, he is Mr. Wrong. 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 That wrong. is wrong on so many levels. Um, but the, the, he was mentioned 17.6 million times with the word sexy attached to Prince William's name. So that's how they decide. Maybe it was like decide. Prince William and Harry. But this is what I don't understand. It's not like, you you need a better way of finding this system out because if you're just using sexy and 
but as the, the key thing, it needs to be sexy and bold. You know what I mean? Like there needs to be two search words in the search engine, not just one, because I feel like The Guardian put this out. It's a British newspaper. This is all done by Prince Harry or Prince William, and I'm not here for it. I see you, Guardian. I see what you're doing. Oh, yeah. They're trying to they're trying to like mm-hmm. smooth this shit over. They're like, right. listen, he is not the sexiest, sexiest man. I will say, no. though, I love the clap back from the u.s oh fuck yeah. i was so here for it i was too i love i was too I, you know stanley what? tucci was the best stanley tucci was the best um the rocks tweet was my favorite <laughs> he said yeah. how in the cinnamon toast fuck does this happen when larry david it clearly has a pulse <laughs> <laughs> now, I, will Hashtag tell you, demanding a I will tell you there's something about that crotchety man that i have such a larry david oh, oh an God. affinity for so good him and his khakis and his <laughs> his salty disposition I can fuck with that all day long. Yeah. Let's just look at some other people on this list. Okay. Okay. Stanley Tucci. The man, the myth, the legend, the man that I love bald men for because when Bruce Willis shaved his head in Die Hard 2, that was it for me. I was done with men with hair. If you have hair in your head, you do not have a chance. After Bruce Willis went bald, I was She was like, like, I gotta go. I was gotta go. I gotta go. Bye. Seriously, it was very difficult to date men with hair. I was like, oh, you're just a filler. I know my, my true soul in this <laughs> life has no hair. Anybody coming with me with hair, I was like, you're not it. The Rock, um, I don't know who she is, but she's got a bald head and she's super cute. <laughs> oh, she's she played, cute. That's a, um, I, I should know her name. I don't know her name. Yeah, but she's bald. Oh, what's this guy? I forget his name. I forget him too. He's cute. He's um, in the, he's Patrick in all- Stewart. Oh. LL Cool J. I oh, mean, yeah. forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ryan Reynolds, who clearly has hair. That but was then meant again, to be a joke. So does Prince William. So yeah, that, was that was meant. A joke. That was that's why they put yeah. him in here, like because <laughs> it was meant to be a joke. Because they're like, look at all these attractive, look at all US these attractive men. men. Yeah. And then you get Prince William. I mean, I think there might be an attractiveness level to him, but I'm just not like it's not my style. No, you know, I mean, you know, it's all the, relative, I guess. I think at, if we're if we're just gonna go on attractiveness on the prince level. I would be team Harry over team William. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like that lane I would pull into. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Prince Harry is sexy. He's, he's a he's a good looking man. Megan, you done good. You done good. You done real good. He's very charismatic. Oh yeah. He's Funny. very endearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. I, I'm, I can down with it. So yeah. two things to touch on oh, okay. before we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. So we're going to finish Demi's oh, documentary yeah. next documentary. week. We're yeah. going to come back and deep dive on that and finish up those last two episodes which i'm really excited about yes but also hot off the presses Mm. so you got breaking news i got breaking news right before i walked over here okay so we're gonna address this next week we're gonna i'm gonna we both will deep dive on this and we're gonna listen to all the podcasts i'm sure comments by celebs and other people will put out more information on it um but so britney spears released a statement Mm. about Mm -hmm heard the documentary that was released back in February which you remember it was like a yeah. huge deal free or framing Britney Spears yeah worldwide press sent a lot of celebrities into apologetic <laughs> apology tours yes i.e. Justin Timberlake so she put out a statement and the statement basically reads like it w- all the documentary was false that it wasn't she didn't appreciate the light that they showed her in. right she's mm-hmm. cried every day uh, she cried every day for a month and she still cries every once in a while all that kind of stuff and on top of that, it looks like this was not put out by her. Yes. It does not sound like if you follow Brittany on Instagram, 
And if she's allowed to post on her own Instagram, you can tell when it's her and you can tell when it's somebody else. The verbiage she uses in this statement does not sound like the verbiage she uses in other posts. Correct. So it does, it's raising a lot of eyebrows um, as to like, did she write this or this is from her She camp would definitely be like, all about what? her fans if it was her. I think there would be the language used. I don't think that this is kind of elevated language for her. We're based on what we're seeing. Yes. It also causes some concerns based on the court papers that were released that she does not have control over her, her Instagram. So what people are saying is like these twirling videos that we're seeing, like mm -hmm. are these videos being like put out without her knowledge? And so it, it's raising yeah. a lot of eyebrows. So I can't wait to see what comes out about it because I think there's a lot more coming down the pipe next in the next week. So we're yeah. going to keep you tuned in. Because she did, um, her dad no longer has conservatorship over her estate right like it's a it's um, a bank it's a lady right but there's a but the, yeah but it's like a large company yeah so interesting i know this, very this story man it's got webs so legs webs spiders and the things yeah so i'm really excited <laughs> so those are going to be two topics next week probably like a hundred percent if yeah. we unravel we'll, more but we'll go deep very excited about those yeah so fun well you guys think oh wait no oh. i'm gone oh that's right we're taking the week off well, there will there won't be a social catch up next week, guys. Sorry, unless it's like shit pops off and I have to jump on and we have to address okay, this. You know what? I can do that in Florida. We'll, we'll, we'll it'll we'll leave you in suspense. Will there <laughs> will there be a social catch up next week? We don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> but what we do know is we love you guys. Thank you so yes. much for all the support. Um, it's just been so just heartwarming, and we love that you're sharing it. You're hitting the five stars. You're following us, subscribing. You're doing all the things, and. We'll never stop being so thankful for that. So thank you. Yay. We'll see you soon. soon. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.